0: Jack Hi, I'm David Reynolds, and you're listening to Inside Supercars.
1: From the racetracks across Australia, out here's Inside Supercars. Welcome on board Craig Ravel and Tony Whitlock here again on Inside Supercars. It's only about 10 days to go now, and the cars will be back on track for real. None of that electronic internet stuff. Oh, this is real stuff. Anyway, Craig, uh, it's been a fascinating time. Lots of little, little things boiling and bubbling away. I'm sure they're working very hard at supercars to uh, get the series up and running again. Bit of speculation going on around uh, the calendar still. Yes. We it- know that there was a possibility of some tweaks coming. What
0: what do you think of – what are you hearing? Well, is reported by uh, Mark Fogarty at Auto Action. He has indicated that it seems that – they're not going to be able to run the January and February events in New Zealand and Bathurst uh, because of the broadcasting agreement. So that's an interesting uh, situation to start with. Uh, then the Finn Review this week also had a story uh, about um, Foxtel are keen to have supercars as a summer sport. Uh, the AA story from folks said they're not keen doesn't want supercars running deep into the summer sports season so there's a little bit of conflicting advice there but at the moment uh it does seem that supercars will end under light december 12 and 13 at um at sydney motorsport park so that will be interesting because that was the date sandown was going to have now we're also hearing that there's some issues at the bend, and I haven't been able to get that cleared up yet. So I'm hearing issues at the bend, issues at Townsville. Uh, the talk is they won't go past December. So that then puts Pukakohe slash Hampton Downs because they hadn't decided on which track there into jeopardy. And they won't be running at Mount Panorama on February 5 and 7 in the 2020 in the sorry, the 2020 season. That's not to say they won't be running at Man Panorama in February and kicking off the season there. So it's not as if uh, that date isn't going to have supercars on it. It might still have supercars on it because we don't know if enough international teams will be able to be part of the 12-hour. So there is a lot still going on, but it does okay. seem that, it, that Bathurst in February won't be part of the 2020 championship. It could be the start of the 2021, though. That is something we're going to have to watch this space. Now, Tony, interesting, after many, many years, uh, supercars are going to be the promoters of the Winton round.
1: Yes, indeed, and uh, that's certainly uh, great news. Now, obviously, with uh, Newcastle and uh, Townsville possibly still not happening, um, that uh, there was capacity within the Supercars organisation, to be taking on those events uh, to be the promoter. So that's, it's the July 18, 19 event uh, I think will run smoothly. They uh, have a long history of running good events, and I'm very pleased that that's occurring. Yep, the, the interesting thing front, um, I should
0: mention, Tony, is that Daniel Herrera yep. from Speed Cafe has the story there, and uh, he's quoting uh, Winton... CEO of Benello Stewart Club CEO Chris Lewis Williams, uh, saying because there's yes. no clou- crowd, you can't charge a sanction fee and try to recover it by charging for camping and tickets. And so that is part of the reason that they have decided to uh, let supercars promote this event. Uh,
1: well, there may be some crowds, uh, given that the AFL and uh, things that are changing in Victoria, and while they're not changing rapidly, they're certainly changing. There you are know, things moving in it. Um, on an international front, uh, it's terrific to see uh, young Will Brown, who's certainly been a revelation for the last five, six years or so, uh, to be him internationally recognised by Hyundai and being made a, uh, a driver for their World Touring Car Cup uh, program. It uh, doesn't mean any immediate event because, of course, uh, Things are still in hiatus there, but that's a, a, a big feather in the young man's cap. He's a multi-champion and uh, just a wonderful, wonderful uh, performer. And, and certainly they have done a very smart thing down at Erebus to uh, sign him up. Uh, this year he's got the job as uh, co-driver with Dave uh, Reynolds. Um, so that's wonderful for Will Brown. It's just more accolades uh, on the young man um, from Toowoomba. And, of course, uh, another young man from Toowoomba is the uh, Will Power, who's still doing great things over in IndyCar in America. Um, This week's show uh, has a highlight with uh, Brad Jones. We had the opportunity to speak with him and get his views on his team um, and uh, getting ready to compete at uh, Sydney Motorsport Park June 26, 27 or 27, 28 and uh, it's much anticipated. Brad is his usual sort of laid-back self. At this stage, he doesn't think he's going to be going there, and he'll be watching it on TV like the rest of us mere mortals as compared with the limited number. And, of course, each team has very limited numbers that we're going to the track with. I think it's 13 people per car, with only six of them allowed over the line. Um, So... uh, He's got four cars there, so it's still a fair number of people the team will be running, and uh, it'll be fascinating, but settle back and enjoy the interview with Brad Jones of BJR. Brad, uh, good to have you on the phone and uh, getting ready for racing.
2: Yeah, can't wait. Sydney's only two weeks away, and it'll be nice to get back to racing again.
1: Indeed. Now, as part of that getting back to racing, are you actually going to the track?
2: Um, Right now, I'm not. I mean... We have a minimum amount of crew that we can take and and their performance personnel and I don't really fit into that, so um right now, I'm not going, but I think in these crazy times, two weeks is a long time, so it'll be interesting to see how much more I've get yep. up and and hopefully they might allow the yep. okay. the team owners you know one representative from each team to go or something.
0: You're not going to park and view, okay,
2: I don't know if they're doing that, but it might be an idea.
1: And tell me, uh, how many of your crew have been, you know, stayed on, or you know, have there been lots of holiday breaks taken, or they've been all working busily like beavers? Um, We've been pretty
2: um, regular with our work. So from the minute that the Grand Prix was finished, um, we very quickly went to a three-day working week, and while we had a couple of weeks off over Easter because with those traditional holidays. You were only working a day a week, so there was that two-week period where no one came in. But other than that, um, we've pretty much been doing three days a week, for most people.
1: And are they uh, all keen and raring to go? I mean, have they been doing pit stop practice or anything like that?
2: Oh uh, yeah, we've we've um, gone over the cars, got them all ready. Been doing a bit of pit stop practice since the rules have changed a few times. We've tried different things, but but um, yeah, we're all good to go and you know, I think everyone's pretty keen to get back to racing.
0: How important for the business is being on the track and you know getting back to where you can have some corporates and can have some of the sponsors more heavily involved in the sport? Like,
2: I think since we're in the business of racing cars around track that's a pretty important part of the game right so I think it's important that we start doing that again. Um Getting corporates and being able to to uh do do activations at circuits and bring people along, all that's really important. Um, you know, one of the great things about motorsport is we're very accessible and so this has slowed all that down obviously. And um um so, you know, baby steps, so the first part of the the return is being able to race on the track and I think show to the government so that we can we can um we can have uh, a large group of people. Um get together and, and hopefully not end up any COVID issues. And then from there, it's a gentle growth, depending on, on what the, the state and federal government require per event, which is not something we have a big say in. It's something that's pretty much dictated to us.
0: Being in Albury, as compared to the other teams that are in New, in Victoria and Queensland, did that mean there was different regulations about how you could go about your business during that uh, stricter lockdown period
2: uh, no I don't think so I think I think it's pretty much tated by by the government and state so uh, I think you know we're in New South Wales so we we have to abide by the rules and regulations in New South Wales I mean we're working and so those you know yep yeah, so, so no I don't think it'd be any different it's, it's very much driven by the state government and obviously um, where we're pretty lucky for we, has has got no cases at the moment in it at all. So we've been, um, we live in a, a relatively safe environment. That said, I think there's been nine cases here and one death. So, you know, it's not like we're immune to it. So obviously it's it's something you've got to keep your eye on. I mean, whoever thought that the most dangerous thing you do in a day is go to a supermarket. So, um, you know, obviously um, going interstate um, is, is going to, be a bit of an issue and and but I feel like we've got all uh, we've done everything we can do and we're very covert alert to try and make sure that um, one we don't endanger anyone in within our workforce and two if for some reason someone does get the virus and then I feel like we're in a good position to be able to handle that as is supercars I feel
1: Brad, you've got one of the youngest driving teams, um, and now that Wally's not part of the travel team, um, also a a very young crew of people. Do you find that, you know, that keeps you invigorated, um, that keeps that uh, energy um, because of all these young guys just madly keen to succeed and get things going?
2: (laughs) Um, No, you know, it's fantastic that, 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 I mean, everyone has... When you're young, you, you feel like your temple's tall and bulletproof. So, um, I think um, you know it doesn't hurt to have a, a young crew, and and um, but but you know it brings its own own lots of issues. But we have a very tiny crew, and everyone's very focused and and driven and and um, keen to you know do the best job they can. And and um, I think this has been an interesting time to. to be able to check the commitment of people and and um, you know how driven they are and you no know, um, but but the use side of it is just you know just part of life really
0: you have moved up to the four cars in the main series and you backed off a little bit on your um, customer program in the other support classes did this three months allow you to uh, put a bit more work into the customer program and into the Super Twos and and uh, Kuma cars?
2: Uh, not really. I mean, this this period of time, it's been really um, a bit of a reality check. I mean, it's I think any sporting team has gone through a pretty tough time, and so um, it's about you know looking at where you're spending your money and and um, uh, and survival. Um, So I think that this time has been a good opportunity for us as a group to catch up and get get things well under control. And I feel like for the most part we're there. Um, But um, it's all about to get crazy again in a minute. You know, one of the great things though about the calendar going forward is uh, the gaps are pretty even. And so that's going to give us the opportunity to um, um, not come home and do a mad five days and then have to go away again. So I feel like, um, you know, we've got to, a pretty good calendar in terms of workload going forward, and and a nice balance of time between events.
0: You are, as you like to remind me, on the board and the commission. And are they calling you the Christmas Grinch because you said you can't have two Christmases? You can't go to Bathurst twice. And there's a lot of talk now that uh, you won't be going to Bathurst twice in this elongated season.
2: Oh, well, my point is. Um, Bath is such a special event and, and a lot of the people who are involved and around the sport now weren't here when we did go to Bathurst twice. We had an Easter event there. And uh it didn't work very well. Man, times change, so so right now our calendar doesn't reflect too Bathurst for this season. And I think I think, you know, the right call is that we finish up this year this year.
0: I do note that you mentioned that the calendar looks pretty smooth, but there hasn't been a confirmation yet of them stopping at December. So I take it from you that is going to happen.
2: Well, there's a lot of discussion going around. The big thing about the calendar is that all the governments need to sign off on it. And so you end up in a position where you need to get approval from the government to run an event on the date, plus all the COVID associated issues that you have with that. It's quite a process. And so currently what we have is, um, a, I wouldn't say desperation, but a need to get a calendar out for everyone so they know roughly what we're doing. But, but as part of that, we also need to make sure that everything works. And so at the moment, we're working through the permission and the dates. And, and that's one of the reasons why the calendar is a little bit fluid at the moment. But we needed to get it out because people need to see that we're actually going to go places and do things. It's a bit different to racing or to playing a you know, ball game in a stadium. So, so this is a little more fluid than that. So there's still discussions going
0: on. I'm hearing that August 29, August 30 up there at Townsville is still a bit of a drama as well.
2: Um, I don't think that's the case. I think it's okay, but, but uh, you know, I'm not as close to it as I could be, I guess.
0: How do you think the mothership? Supercars has managed through this time.
2: I think they've done an excellent job. <clears throat> it's been very tough, and um, you know, there's, there's a lot of moving parts. So I think every sport. You know, I felt like NRL were changing the story every every second day. And you know, two weeks is a long time in in our current environment. So yeah, I think they've done a great job to, to tell you the truth. I think I don't think we've come back too early. I think. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how the Motor City Motorsport Park goes. And then we'll go to Winton. I think, you know, hopefully that will be a little more fan-friendly. And then, you know, I don't know what the future or the end looks like, but obviously won't get back to where we were very quickly. But So there's still work to do. But by and large, you've done a good job.
0: You have chastised me previously to say we need to take some data off the cars. but And you whinge about me a bit. I whinge about you?
2: Yeah, this is the second time you've chipped
0: me. Well, you take your pleasure in giving me. me a clip when you get your chance. You have said the job's hard enough for engineers and drivers. Taking data yeah. away isn't in their interest, but we are going to see that change. How, how do you how do you look at that and how that will change the dynamic?
2: Well, you've really answered your own question. Um, you know, I, I, I don't love it, but um, let's see what happens. But, you know, I think that it's important that young guys can get access to the data I don't know how it's going to save us much money, but we'll see. Some people think it, it will, so time will tell.
1: It's going to be a fascinating uh, time when you sit down at the table for next TV negotiations. I'm not saying that James Warburton is hands on every part of it, but to have uh, an ex CEO sitting with the new CEO of Supercars and a shareholder uh, discussing the next TV contract, that's a, a fascinating scenario. I'm sure one that uh, there must be some pleasure within Supercars uh, about.
2: Yeah, look, James is a fan of what we do. Obviously, he was the CEO for a long time, and and, um, I think that would be a really good match for us. But, you know, the numbers need to also align, so there's a bit of work to be done there.
1: Well, it'll certainly be interesting to see uh, how that uh, plays out. I'm uh, sure that uh, you and your boys uh, will show their mark and let the people of uh, Sydney Motorsport Park know you're all there. It's a very, to be a strange world where you're each – Restricted to your garage and your garage only, you even have your own toilet blocks sort of allocated and all those sort of things. It's uh, quite a different world to be travelling in nowadays, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, new ground, so we'll um, um, get through the first one and, and see, see what works. But, you know, it's like that for every sport, so we just need to knuckle down and make sure that we meet all the requirements and that we keep everyone safe.
1: The great thing is that motorsport people always show that great adaptability to be able to uh, react to the scenario that's presented in front of them, and I'm sure that uh, you and your guys will uh, put on the performance that's needed. Best of luck, Brad. Brad Jones of BJR. Thank you so much for joining us on Inside Supercars, and we look forward to sitting down and watching the pictures uh, coming out of the uh, motorsport park.
0: Yeah, I'll be doing the same thing. Thanks, guys. Chat to you soon. We thank Brad Jones for his time there, Tony, and some interesting stuff in that he does think, contrary to what I said at the beginning of the show, he does think that Townsville is uh, locked in and safe.
1: We'll have to sit back and see if they can afford to run a a race on the streets with all the infrastructure build that goes on with that without a crowd. So uh, maybe by then, what is the date for that? Is it August?
0: So that Townsville date at the moment is August 2930. And uh, interestingly, no well, sponsor listed for that event at this point in time.
1: Yeah, well, it could well be that uh, by that late stage of uh, August, that uh, they'll be allowed some crowds. Now, I'm sure they won't be able to charge premium prices, so it'll just be the same amount. So it'd still be very financially crippling to, uh, to run that event. And that's it for today's show. But in our next Inside Supercars, we've got Dave Reynolds Gives us his view on the world of racing again. Thank you from me. And good night from him. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars.